1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/Wondery. RocketMoney.com/Wondery.
2: Tonight, four Americans assaulted and kidnapped in Mexico, all caught on camera in scary and graphic video. Were they targeted? Here are tonight's top headlines. FBI tonight asking for help searching for the Americans taken at gunpoint after crossing the border to buy medicine.
3: The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for the return of the four Americans.
2: Midair scares a man charged with attempting to open an emergency exit door and stabbing a flight attendant third, Norfolk Southern train derails in just over a month.
4: Can you assure the residents here that they are safe? And can you assure them that this kind of thing won't happen again?
1: Oh, my God.
2: Americans trapped as California prepares for more snow.
5: Some residents are digging themselves out of their homes following a severe winter storm.
2: The fight for the future of the Republican Party.
5: We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. For those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am
1: your retribution. <laughs> I'ma try to do a show tonight without a fist no Y'all know
0: what happened to me, getting smacked by Suge Smith.
2: evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. Well, tonight, nearly two dozen people are facing domestic terrorism charges after violence erupted at the planned site of a police training center currently under construction outside Atlanta. Police say a group threw rocks, bricks and Molotov cocktails during the coordinated attack. Plus, tonight, we'll remember rock guitar legend Gary Rossington, the last surviving co-founder of Leonard Skynyrd. But first, the urgent, urgent search for four American citizens kidnapped at gunpoint in Mexico. The FBI tonight offering $50,000 in reward money for the safe return of the Americans who were in Mexico to buy medicine and got caught in a shootout. President Biden has been briefed, and the State Department is working to secure their safe return. CBS's Janet Sham and starts us off from Houston. Good evening, Janet.
6: Nora, good evening to you. Tonight, there are reports that the missing Americans may have been targeted by mistake. The FBI is now assisting with the investigation. And a note of caution, the images here are graphic. This is the moment four Americans were kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico, just across the border from Brownsville, Texas. They were traveling in this white minivan with North Carolina plates when they came under fire. The video appears to show a woman forced into the back of a pickup truck by men with guns, then two others who appear hurt, loaded next to her. The Mexican president says the four were going to buy medicine, less expensive in Mexico, as hundreds of thousands of Americans do each year, and that they could have been mistakenly targeted. The White House today saying it's closely following the situation. These sorts of attacks are unacceptable. Our thoughts are with the families of these individuals, and we stand ready to provide all appropriate consular assistance. Morris is under a level four do not travel advisory per the U.S. State Department. The same threat level issued for Iraq, Iran and Afghanistan. The city of roughly half a million people has been home to warring factions of the Gulf drug cartel for decades. The crimes are often unreported, journalists fearing for their safety. Mario Signs is a community leader. We hear about the cartels. We hear about the shootings. But when it involves kidnapping or it involves Americans, strong, it sends a very strong message to our community here in Brownsville and all along the border. U.S. officials are not identifying the Americans, citing privacy concerns. That $50,000 FBI reward is not only for the return of the victims, but also for the arrest of the kidnappers.
2: Nora. Janet Chamlin with all that new information. Thank you so much. Well, tonight, there are growing fears about airline safety. We're learning that a Massachusetts man is under arrest after allegedly trying to open an emergency door during a United Airlines flight on Sunday and then later trying to stab a flight attendant. It's just the latest air scare to take place over the last week from bird strikes to severe turbulence. CBS's Lilia Luciano is at New York's LaGuardia Airport
3: flight doing in a 15 Board it is restrained after 10, open the emergency exit. The incident began aboard United Flight 2609 from Los Angeles to Boston, just 45 minutes before its scheduled landing. A passenger later identified as Francisco Torres allegedly stabbed a flight attendant three times with the handle of a broken spoon after he was asked whether he had tampered with an exit door. Passengers tackled and helped restrain Torres until the plane landed.
7: Just laying there with six
8: able bodies on top
3: of them. Authorities said Torres later said he made the weapon and had wanted to jump out of the plane because he believed a flight attendant was trying to kill him. <laughs> Just hours earlier, birds struck Southwest Flight 3923 causing an engine to catch fire, filling the cabin with smoke. <laughs> The Havana to Fort Lauderdale flight quickly returned to Cuba, where passengers safely evacuated via the emergency slides.
9: In requesting medical assistance
3: Both incidents came just two days after a rare passenger death aboard a private jet. 55-year-old Dana Hyde died at a hospital following an emergency landing outside Hartford, Connecticut.
9: Only information I have about the emergency is possible uh, laceration.
3: After initially focusing on turbulence, today the NTSB said it's investigating a possible mechanical issue.
5: I certainly want to emphasize that we have an excellent safety record with the commercial airlines in this country. But there are a number of events that have raised the attention lately.
3: A number of close calls have the industry on high alert, and the head or the acting head of the FAA is expected to face some tough questions when he testifies before Congress. As for that Boston case, well, the suspect was taken into custody, and if convicted, he could face life in prison. Nora.
2: Lilia Luciano, thank you so much now to ohio where there was another norfolk southern train wreck over the weekend raising new questions about the company's safety record just a month after the toxic train derailment in east palestine the ntsb is on the scene and no injuries were reported cbs's roxana saberi is there
4: Dash cam video captured the harrowing moment. Another Norfolk Southern train came hurtling off the tracks, this time near Springfield, Ohio, flinging debris into the air. You guys are so close to the tracks.
3: Very close, yeah. We were so lucky.
4: Lane Martin was on his way to work when three rail cars careened into the yard next door.
3: My first thought was, I hope that nothing hazardous was on that train. Um, Hope everybody's okay
4: says he feared a repeat of the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, over 200 miles away. But authorities say none of the 28 cars that went off the tracks in Springfield leaked hazardous material. The train had 212 rail cars.
0: There were other cars
7: with hazardous materials on them, but as they were not affected by the derailment, uh, we do not have a situation at this time.
4: Also on Saturday, a Union Pacific train went off the tracks in southern Kansas. And early this morning, at least three cars on this gravel train derailed in Manor, Texas. Are we having more derailments than before? Does it just seem that way? The, the short answer is, you
5: look at the statistics, what we have at the moment is a greater awareness of the fact that they do happen. And that's good, because that means we'll continue to focus on safety.
4: Norfolk Southern told us today it's cooperating with investigations into its recent derailments, including this one in Springfield. The company also announced today it'll improve its network of sensors along the tracks that detect wheel bearings overheating, which the NTSB says happened in East Palestine. But Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says tougher laws are needed. Nora.
2: Roxana Saberi, thank you very much. Tonight, 23 people are charged with domestic terrorism after a violent protest at the site of a planned police and fire training facility near Atlanta. Activists dressed all in black attacked the construction site and officers late Sunday with fireworks, Molotov cocktails, rocks and bricks. The police chief says many of those arrested were from outside Atlanta and their goal was anarchy. Tonight, to some breaking news in Utah, a large search is underway for possible victims caught in an avalanche in Big Cottonwood Canyon. That's about 12 miles southeast of Salt Lake City. The threat of avalanche danger is high in some areas following last week's snowstorms, according to the Utah Avalanche Center. Now, this comes as large parts of northern California remain under winter storm warnings as residents in the southern part of the state are pleading for help, with many still stranded after last week's record-breaking snowfall we get more now from cbs's jonathan vigliotti ask-
9: the line for free food shows the desperation in crest as supplies run out
1: we're stranded we're imprisoned we can't get down
9: we met 73 year old carol wolf who waited for three hours and not for herself
1: the neighbors across the street they have two little kids they need, they need some help
9: we joined wolf on her nearly one mile trek back to her snow clogged neighborhood i mean it amazes me it's been Nearly two weeks now. Yes. And this is the state of your road.
4: Yes. We're used to it being plowed the day after.
5: It wasn't supposed to be this brutal. Folks, we're here for you. We're going to dig you out and we are coming.
2: They say they're coming. They say they're coming.
9: It, It doesn't feel like they're coming. Images like this show the work that lies ahead. The weight of the snow has caused roofs to collapse, encased entire homes and cars and cut off power. A woman even gave birth without any medical help during the storm.
1: We brought you some milk and some groceries,
9: which is why so many have taken matters into their own hands. Milk. Milk has probably been the hardest thing. we oh my gosh, you're guys awesome. In Crestline, relief is delivered by the gallon.
6: And I have some more, but I'll bring it over a little later. I
9: appreciate it, Carol. Two-year-old and a three-year-old and they go through it like crazy. So for now, neighbors still helping neighbors until more resources arrive. And county officials say they have plowed hundreds of miles of roads, but it could take several more days before they can access neighborhoods like this. There is rain in the forecast, which could help melt all of this snow. But with it comes a new threat, Nora, the possibility of flooding.
2: Jonathan Vigliotti reporting and helping deliver milk. Thank you very much. Well, the 2024 presidential election may be more than 19 months away, but the fight for the Republican nomination is full steam ahead with candidates and potential candidates out on the campaign trail. Here's CBS's Robert Costa.
5: The race to define the future of the Republican Party is on.
0: And for those who have
5: been wronged and betrayed... I am your retribution. I am your retribution. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Both former President Donald Trump and potential challenger Florida Governor Ron DeSantis cast themselves as champions of the party's base in dueling speeches over the weekend. We will evict Joe Biden from the White House. And we will liberate America from these villains and scoundrels once and for all. DeSantis in the midst of a nationwide book tour that will take him to key early voting states, railed against Democrats' approach to social issues. So it's ideology run amok. That's why the quality of life has declined in places like San Francisco and New York City and and Philadelphia and Chicago. It's all rooted in that. And that woke ideology rejects the core foundational principles that have made this country great. The Florida governor also contrasted himself with the chaos of past administrations. I can tell you in four years, uh, you didn't see our administration leaking like a sieve. You didn't see a lot of drama or palace intrigue. What you saw was surgical precision execution day after day after day. And because we did that, we beat the left day after day after day. And former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan is bowing out of the race. Right now you have,
9: you know, Trump and DeSantis at the top of the field, you're soaking up all the oxygen, getting all the attention, and then a whole lot of the rest of us in single digits. And uh, the more of them you have, the less chance you have for somebody rising up.
5: Governor DeSantis is scheduled to visit Iowa, home to the presidential caucuses, this Friday. And the former president will be there on Monday.
2: Now, we'll be watching that. I understand there's also some news tonight about the Manhattan district attorney's investigation into former President Trump.
5: That's right, Nora. A source tells CBS News that Hope Hicks, the longtime aide to former President Donald Trump, as communications director inside the White House, met with Manhattan district attorney investigators today. They're probing the former president's hush payment to Stormy Daniels, an adult film star, during the 2016 campaign.
2: Robert Costa, with all that news, thank you so much. There's also news tonight about Senator John Fetterman's health. The Pennsylvania Democrat admitted himself to the hospital almost three weeks ago to receive treatment for clinical depression. Today, Fetterman's chief of staff posted several photos at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. He said they discussed rail safety legislation and other Senate business. The top aide says Fetterman's well on his way to recovery, grateful for all the well wishes and will be back soon. Turning now to the war in Ukraine, Ukrainian military commanders are vowing to fight on as Russian forces advance in the months-long battle for the eastern city of Bakhmut. CBS's Imtiaz Tayyip reports tonight from near the front lines
7: this charred and ruined city is being called hell on earth as Russian-backed forces desperately try to encircle it. But Ukraine refuses to back down in running street battles against the ruthless mercenary Wagner Group who are also trying to capture two main supply roads that are gateways to nearby towns like Chasiv Yar. This once sleepy town is now a garrison town and... When or if Bakhmut falls, this is next. For the residents who remain, life is an unrelenting misery. At an aid centre, volunteers like Canadian Daniel Wilk encourage people to evacuate.
9: They're so used to this, they they legitimately say so until their homes are piles of bricks
7: on fire. Inside, we meet Sasha and Ludmila, who've been married for 46 years. (inaudible) Sasha tells us he's leaving because of his health. But Ludmila just can't bring herself to abandon her home. Do you support your husband's decision to leave while you stay here? Yes,
1: yes, yes. You do? Yes. You must be so difficult, though. It's hard,
7: she says, but I am strong. As Sasha gets ready to go, it's all too much. (laughs) Now, Russian forces are just a few miles from Lyudmila's doorstep, but Ukrainian generals say they're determined not to let what's happening in Bakhmut happen there. Nora.
2: MTS Tayyip, thank you. Tonight, police are investigating a deadly stampede at a rap concert. What sent crowds rushing for the exits? That's next.
4: Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today.
8: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment.
2: Tonight, two people are fighting for their lives after they were caught up in a deadly stampede Sunday night at a rap concert in Rochester, New York. A 33-year-old woman was killed and nine others injured when people in the crowd thought they heard gunshots and rushed for the exits. It happened at a concert featuring hip-hop artist Glorilla and Finesse two times. Police said today they found no evidence of a shooting inside the concert. California Governor Gavin Newsom lashed out at Walgreens today saying his state will no longer do business with the nation's second largest drugstore chain. The move comes days after Walgreens announced it will not mail out abortion pills in 21 states, where attorneys general warned the company that it risked breaking the law. The drug is actually allowed in at least four of those states. Newsom says Walgreens, which has more than 500 stores in California, is cowering to extremists and putting women's lives at risk. The FBI is investigating a mysterious death aboard a cruise ship. We'll have the details next. Tonight, the FBI is investigating what authorities are calling a suspicious death aboard a Carnival cruise ship. Officials say a woman was found unresponsive late last month as the Carnival ship Sunshine headed to the Bahamas.
0: Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com.
2: From Charleston. The FBI later checked the room where she and her husband were staying. Investigators say there was no threat to any other passengers on board. Tonight we're remembering Southern rock guitar hero Gary Rossington. That's next. Finally tonight, Southern rock fans are tipping their Stetson hats to guitar legend Gary Rossington. He was the last surviving co-founder of Leonard Skynyrd. Oh, my God. Rossington co-wrote Sweet Home Alabama and many of the band's signature hits. His soaring slide guitar gave flight to the anthem Free Bird. He suffered multiple broken bones in the 1977 plane crash that killed three band members, including its lead singer and Rossington's fishing buddy, Ronnie Van Zant. Gary Rossington was 71. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.